my god. Oh my god, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is what? What the fuck is what? the nomcast the netflix original movie podcast i am your host andrew morgan this week we took a look at bird box the polarizing new thriller that has everyone on social media up in arms the movie is a thriller set in the wake of an unknown global terror that causes mass suicide with a reluctant mother and her two children fighting for survival and doing it mostly without the use of their sight The mother in question is played by the star of the film, Sandra Bullock, who had a very divisive 2018 with this film and her role in Ocean's 8, the all-female update of the Ocean's 11 franchise. Bullock is joined by a pretty deep roster of talent, including Trevante Rhodes, who you may have seen in the Best Picture winner Moonlight, John Malkovich is in this movie, Sarah Paulson, Little Rel Howery, B.D. Wong, and the star of last week's episode, Dumplin', Danielle McDonald. The movie is directed and executive produced by Suzanne Baer, who when the film was first being developed, passed on the project. She said she changed her mind after the political and social atmospheres changed and that the script felt more relevant now. Last but not least, one of the best things about this movie is the tone-setting music composed by the Oscar-winning duo of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who won Best Original Score for The Social Network back in 2010. Trent Reznor, of course, is also the sole member of the multi-platinum act, Nine Inch Nails. Alright guys, so many questions, so many theories, so many amazing memes. I get into all of it and more with my very special guest, the super funny Connecticut-based comedian Mel V. We had so much fun with this one, I'm not even going to lie. Hope you guys enjoy it. Give it a listen. Alright, so you saw the trailer... You see, you think this is a movie about killing Sandra Bullock. Obviously. Birds. And Obviously. yeah, and killing her with birds, right. which hasn't been done since uh, The Birds. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's a rare commodity. Yeah. So I'm like, about time, you know? Right. So uh, watched it, wasn't a fan. I didn't get, you know, the payoff. There was no payoff. Right. Um, though I, I will say um, I was a fan. Sarah Paulson stepping in front of the truck. I thought yeah. they did very well in terms of special effects. Right. Um, mm. And what's her name getting into the burning car? Yeah. Interesting, memorable scenes. Yeah. Uh, but no payoff whatsoever. Uh, Can I tell you? I want to see if you're a better human being than I am. Okay. Try. I. I bet I'm not. I know you. So I'm, I bet I'm, I'm not. I'm willing to bet yeah. we're on the same plane. Okay. Try me. So this movie, the first when that scene happens, and actually probably that first Sarah Paulson. That up until that point, before okay. they get into the house. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, and and it keeps happening throughout the movie, but basically up until that point, and especially those minutes before they get into the house, feels a lot like the movie The Happening, which is the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yes. Where when everybody starts 
like committing suicide in that movie, you know, based on the weather patterns that are the evil weather patterns, which basically looks exactly like how this movie is going. I fucking laughed so hard when people eat it because they eat it in such perfectly funny ways that like I'm not a type of person who like watches a car accident and gets a good chuckle. But like when it's in this fashion where they try to take it so seriously and the way they set it up, like when she walked in front of the truck, and the got hit look by a truck, on her face I was laughing because that's normally like that's Looney Tune shit. Yes. And and I will say that what what I thought was interesting is because I mean, yeah, they were a little over the top. I mean, I still remember what Sarah Paulson's face looked like as right. the truck was hitting her. Right. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. Right. Um I thought it was interesting that, you know, everybody's killing themselves in these elaborate, dramatic ways. Right. Um, but not at the same time, which I thought was no, really respectful I, of them. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that's in my notes about the the batting average of the creatures or however it works oh where two people can be in the same car looking in the same direction with the same atmosphere. This whole crowds of people where some people are running away right. and some people happen to be running into traffic. Listen, or like it's a, a wind demon. Okay. They're not known for multitasking. See, uh, Okay. I'm glad you even said wind demon I, I because mean, you see the wind is like a representation of the creatures only because the director made a choice. They actually, uh, I was told they shot a scene. Did you see the picture of yes, the, the monster? Yeah. Uh, did you see the mask? Well, here's the thing. They actually shot scenes where there was a creature. Okay. Yeah. So that's why, to me, you say the wind, and I say, well, yeah, but there's actually supposed to be creatures associate, associated with this. You don't see them, and you don't get a sense when that large melee is happening of like so did they see the creature is that how this works did someone see it and the other one didn't is that how this is working i don't quite get the math no how it works no nor do i and And the movie as it goes on doesn't get more precise no it really doesn't and what i found uh particularly infuriating was um, so the first glimpse you see of this sort of epidemic is in uh, what's her Sandra Bullock's uh, what's her name Mallory's apartment, yes. mm-hmm. um, and she's painting, and the news uh, her sister right. uh, puts on the news, and oh there's an outbreak and wherever, and I like that. And and maybe this is true of the media. They're they're just so matter of fact. This is something that's come out of nowhere. It's clearly the apocalypse or sure. whatever. Yeah. And they're like, you know what it is? It's uh, it's not viral. All right. You know, it's yeah. not that they're like we know these yeah, we facts about it. Know it's we know. Like... Um, and then so that ticked me off a little bit. Sure. And then um, and then there's the scene. Um, where that girl, the first person who kills themselves, yeah. is that girl in the hospital who yes. bangs her head against the window. Yeah, uh, and you knew that was coming because she was wearing, Which, by the way, a velour jumpsuit. <laughs> Don't even. You're sitting by herself, sitting eyeballing by her, her, talking yeah. into a phone like she's yeah. the first person to discover phones. <laughs> and and the second Sandra Bullock walks by her, I'm like, oh my god, that's the next person. Like I right. knew it was coming. And um, don't you think, like, especially because it's the glass and everything, she almost eats it like a bird would. 
Like, you know Ooh. a birds who just fly into a window? Yeah. I, I had that thought oh the my entire God. time. Maybe we're the birds. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the but, way, we'll get into that. There's so many online theories. I don't oh know if you God. looked into them. Some, but it. Oh, I was I was just so angry. Yes. What bothered me is that the moment, the moment Sandra Bullock leaves the hospital, she sees the girl kill herself. Yeah. Not even. She sees a girl banging her head against the window. Yeah runs outside into the car uh, and says to her sister, it's here. The right. thing is here. So again, we're we're just 100% certain yep. about everything that's happening. 100%. And you can tell she's so intuitive and into it because she has what for a background and what um, makes her special? Horses? And, well, that's what I'm saying. So, okay. So let's get into this a little bit because okay. so the setup here, the, the premise of the movie. Right. Is this woman, this reluctant mother, who is a painter, but was raised by a cowboy on a farm? Classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is in the hospital when this airborne, I guess you can call it. They think it might be uh, germ warfare. They don't know quite what it is. It maybe presents itself later as some kind of creature causes people to commit suicide. And then she gets, you know, trapped in a house with some other people and basically has to the the science of it, which clearly people again, another funny way that people just know exactly what this thing is or how to avoid it is more precisely uh, is Tom, uh, the the, yes. the black guy who's yep. in there. Uh, he just knows when when Sandra Bullock's out in front of the house to lift her up. Tell her to avoid, like, look down. Yes. Uh, avoid eye contact with yep. whatever's going on here. That's... And get them in. I'm like... It's and in again, the Boy how... Scout handbook, Andrew. Yes, clearly. Look, don't make eye contact with... You know, the guy who works construction evil. who is in the army knows everything. Well, and so... don't forget uh, Charlie's character. Yes. Um, And... As a courtesy, because he was in Get Out, and yes. that was an, an incredible movie, yeah. I'm going to let it He's slide. also a very funny stand-up, by the way. I don't know if you know Little Rel at all. No, not yeah. personally. <laughs> um, big Rel. I'm yeah, more of a big, big Rel, Rel yeah. Uh, yeah. girl myself. Yeah. Um, I will look past the fact that he wore his vest <laughs> for the entirety of his yes. time in the yeah, movie. Yeah. I, that just, I live in constant fear. <laughs> Of dying in whatever shitty outfit I picked that right. day. So the fact that he's like, oh shit, it's the end of days. Right. I'm cool with wearing my work uniform. Yeah. Like, Name absolutely tag, not. The whole deal. Absolutely not. Yeah. But remember, he sort of uh, keeps this going. Right. This sort of intuition. Right. Everybody's standing in the kitchen or whatever. Nobody knows what's going on. Right. Why are we all in this house? What's happening? And he's like, you know what it is? Uh, and a lot of religions, there are demons and whatever. Why right. in every movie ever does everyone take the first theory? They're like, oh, well, okay. Not only that, though. So, okay, we can kind of get in maybe a little bit of a theory thing. But first, uh, just want to kind of paint a picture for people who haven't seen this movie or or maybe did see the movie and and watch it and blindfolded. <laughs> That's yes. Punish yourself even more. Take away any senses because it's totally not worth it. Um, actually, be more like John Malkovich in this movie and just drink and drink and try to drink until it's over and hope you survive. Um, but to me, this movie is 
three different things all biting off major things but being closer to the the worst of the three and to me it's the happening which yep. i was already saying with that yeah and then it's also a quiet place we yep. we discussed that a little bit uh where obviously it's take away a sense and 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 be fighting against some entity and and try to survive and then it's trying to microwave episodes seasons of walking dead and try to cram it into basically an hour of the movie um, where you're trying to set up a life. Oh my with God. These the speed and- at which these people made connections oh. was disgusting. Or showing their lack of connections, by the way. My favorite thing, one of my favorite things to, to mock about this movie, is the quick heel turn John Malkovich makes when his wife, he's watching. At the window oh, as yeah. his wife, which I had to keep watching to Lydia. make sure that it was his wife. Yeah. Because he, he cares more that he's like, hey, you let her in was a bigger deal to him than his wife just walked into a car and set herself ablaze and then the car blows up. I uh, felt really bad because I kind of felt like. John Malkovich accidentally wandered onto this movie. Set. I have no idea why he's here. He oh is my too god! Good for this movie. He's better than this. Yeah. And it's sort of like he got this job and he was excited about it until his first day, and he's like, "Oh shit! I'm right. just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, do whatever." Right. Um. He could. He couldn't have cared less that his wife just took no, her own life. It's so quick. And I will say I was a little disappointed. I didn't know that he, uh, I don't think he played a very convincing drunk. I don't know whether he's drinking because of the situation or whether he just has the DTs and needs to have consistent alcohol. But that would have been, for me, an important uh, thing to include. Sure. Is he he dependent on alcohol? Yeah. Show me that he's dependent on alcohol because what I'm seeing is it looks like a child pre- pretending to be drunk, right? Uh, overly animated, and yet he's still able to, you know, use a firearm, right? Effectively, sure. Like I, I don't know. Well, um, here, here's a here's the thing for you because the house I think was probably so much of my annoyance with this movie. Um, which by the way, that was a beautiful house, and unbelievable, it, and house. the exact house. That I imagine John Malkovich lives in it's in real possible. life. They just were like, hey, they're like, can we use your that, house? Maybe, like you said, that's he has, how he stumbled onto the set. He's he just so went good down for cornflakes. He's so he's good. Like, he oh, has there's a movie going disposable on. houses. Yeah. He's like, it's a throwaway house. Yeah, you just have this one. Uh, the interesting thing is his reaction to because you only see it obviously from the perspective of when Sandra Bullock gets there. Yes, there's already so many people in this house, so. Why are you so mad about a couple more when you already have, like, what would you say? Six people were already there? I think Easily? this whole Maybe thing, eight? this whole thing could have been avoided if Sandra Bullock just stayed home and painted. Her <laughs> stupid sister had to be like, you got to get out. You got to get right. into the world. Like, shut up. Yeah. Let her paint. Yeah. Now look. Yeah. Stupid uh, I... wind demon. Way to go. Yeah, I, I, there are so many things that make you eye roll in this movie. I'm trying to not get 
too bogged down, at least for podcasting purposes, in the nitpicking of this movie. But literally, there are scene to scene things that make me roll my eyes and and, and get out. Like even just the the uh, the accident itself, they flip the car. Right. Oh yeah. They're in seat belts. They easily get out. There's no struggle That's whatsoever. That's not fair, to get Andrew. Out. That's not fair. Her hand uh, was <laughs> was uh, was cut. There was an abrasion on her hand. Sure. Yeah. And maybe yeah. a little thing on her head. You know what should have happened? She should have lost the baby right then and there. If not her own life. Um, I disagree, so- and I'll tell you when that baby should have been lost. <laughs> oh, so there's when she gets trampled for the third nope. or fourth time. Nope. It's later. Okay. It's later. Okay. I was really, I, I, I felt terrible. I felt embarrassed for John Malkovich. Um, I thought Tom's character, uh, could you be a little bit more of a creeper? <laughs> like, I, I know that we're like the last two, you know, yeah. I don't know how old she's supposed to be in the movie, but we'll say like 40 sure, something, 40. whatever, yeah. uh, you know, young people here. Sure. Can you not just like fall in love in the first 10 minutes? And I realized that this was the the movie was very back and forth. It was, you know, a flashback and then you're in present day and, you know, whatever. I was really irritated by how easy it was. He was literally like, I'm really close to my sister. And she's like, my sister stepped in front of a truck earlier. And then they're like, my belly. So bang later. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it is a very quick turn especially for someone who's supposed to be so callous like the the movie tries to almost make sandra bullock into a linda hamilton you know ripley from aliens type to where you know this strong post-apocalyptic woman who cares clearly more about just survival than obviously her own child or any of these things but yet makes a quick decision based on very little to kind of just go yep this is my life now oh yeah you're gonna be in in with my life now and and this is how it goes so i find that was odd but of all the things there are so many more just reprehensible things in this movie that but that is it it speaks to the rest of the movie though and i wonder because i didn't read the book and I don't think anyone did. Clearly, even the producers. They were like, hmm, bird. Yes, let's do that. Um, I got it. Uh, say no more. And here's $100 million. And <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, back, I think they said seven years ago, maybe, maybe more, Sandra Bullock and the director of this movie both turned it down. So you know that it's going to be a great movie when they come back years oh later yeah. when it's probably like, Oh, did the offer get raised? Like, how? What was your quick thing? And and the thing that I read was that the director at least said that she changed her mind after the political and social atmospheres changed, and that the script feels more relevant now. Do you feel any of those feelings, Mel? Um. Well, I'm putting uh, myself in the shoes of the director now and i can see because remember the director uh i'm assuming is a fan of her own work here uh (laughs) i'm and i bet her family's like super supportive yeah you did it sure you know this is your vision this felt to me like if you said to a 14 year old girl i want you to write uh you know a, a, a movie 
uh, right. a, as like a commentary on chronic depression in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of symbolism. Right. You know, th- that's what it felt. It felt like a child. Sort it of did. It felt the... like a, a freshman year composition class. Oh, my God. That, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and, and everything from, uh, everything from, uh, there were certain lines. Yeah. Like, um, hit me. So the, there were a couple times where the media is describing yes. um, what this is. <laughs> yeah. The first time the media describes it, which is in Mallory's apartment in the beginning, they say that, um, you know, it's mass suicide and psychotic behavior. It's not pathological or viral. Right. So already the media is like, something terrible is happening, but you know what? Like, by the way, that was from the anchor. Which you yes. never hear that from the anchor. You no. always are like, we're going to talk to a scientist yeah, to right. get us through this. Nope. Let's but, just get right to the point and get to the guy who they're always like, is Is Scott notorious. Haney available? <laughs> Can he deliver this message? Right. right. So, but it seemed like the media was sort of like, you know, nothing you can do about it. It's inevitable. Right. And then um, there were parts, uh, one character, Felix, it affects your nervous system. He decides very confidently sure, yes um it makes you kill yourself close all the windows isolate yourself right uh even things down to uh mallory's trying to use her cell phone right and it's not that the line's dead it's busy yeah i'm trying to reach out for help right. everyone's too busy right the, the, those two parents can't get through to their kids right well this actually is... if you want to talk about the tech part i got a quick tidbit that bothered me so uh everything well sure why does your computer work well so how are you listening to aretha franklin well... how is any of this happening <laughs> so so initially they're watching the tv and the tv goes dead the the cell phones a lot of those all go dead Right. But then, so you would think mass communications as a whole is starting to go away. So, okay, maybe somebody has batteries and they can listen to music at some point. I'll let that go. But the GPS in the car, however. Holy shit. Clearly still works. And it's running off what? Some different level of communications that I'm unaware of that don't get affected by cell phone communication or any of these other satellite communications and if you that go through i now i realize that i it's don't very convenient drive the most modern car in the world i yeah. do have gps yeah. in my car um i'm saying car so listeners think i drive a regular car <laughs> and not a van <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a minivan yeah uh but there is no way i've never in my life seen a gps well, as accurate yeah. as the gps in bird box yeah. <laughs> turn now sure yeah turn now mine's like turn left and one sixteenth of a mile yeah I and mean, then you kind of sort of have to see it it has to i would a, literally know. make it like to the end of I my driveway to your house yeah yeah <laughs> i would this. hit my own mailbox <laughs> right. and then just be attacked by the wind monster yeah yeah like there i i was so angry and the fact that that they were just so good at at just navigating every, the whole movie. These yeah. are, you know, move over Boy Scouts of America. These are <laughs> the most prepared. Oh my god! Perfectly logical uh, people. Lewis and Clark. Who? <laughs> you know, like these people are like. Uh, and I and I love how when the evil is afoot. Sure. The GPS is like you know because obviously in modern cars they have evil sensors. Yeah. 
Uh, so the yes. colored lines. Yes, even though we never see these things and there's like a presence to them, whatever, it immediately knows they're surrounded even yes. though you're barely seeing shadows yes. around them and everything else. Sure. It, yeah, yeah, I... I do think that's probably an upgrade, but I will say that I was <laughs> I was bothered that you know it's it's reacting to the evil. It's it's alerting right. them from you know within the car, but not alerting them when there are bodies yes. around the car. Bodies yeah, yeah. are somehow they don't trigger it. Yeah. This is You must be this tall to uh right. hit you the know they were just the under the line. Yeah. Oh my oh. god. But holy shit, the GPS. Uh, that was crazy. I was kind of bummed out. So they're like, we're going to the supermarket. Can I back up just oh, yeah. Because I have a big thing that Uh-oh. annoys me before this. So in the house. Oh, from this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? In the house, when they're discussing going to the supermarket. Uh, yes. And they convince Charlie, a.k.a. Little Rel, to go to the supermarket, which he was reluctant to do because he works there and he didn't want to leave that. And nobody wants whatever. to go to work on their day off. Well, like, that's nobody, very true. Nobody yeah. wants well, to even go. he's in there, I thought yeah. that was mildly funny to have him go. I ain't cleaning this up. You know, like to do that thing. But. So they're all trying to convince him to go because he, quote, knows the security system, even though it's supposed to break something. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah, they're like, we. W- I mean, we want to keep everything on the up and up. We don't yeah. want to just break in. Right. I mean, yeah, if the security system goes off, maybe it alerts to the creatures, whatever. But again, this is a sight movie, not a blind... Anyway, this isn't a quiet place. This is Bird Box. Let's get into it. So Sarah Bu- <laughs> Sandra Bullock convinces Charlie to go to the supermarket as research for his book now his book he already wrote not only not only the book that he's either largely in process with already has a separate subplot something anything where it's further along that doesn't even bother me the part that bothers me is we're in the apocalypse now and she's like don't give up working on your book? book nobody's reading this book he could have the Pulitzer Prize winning best book you've ever read in your life. The statistics, as it bears out, it's rare to hear people on a radio to know that there's still people out there by the time you get through. But she's like, don't give up hope. Yep. You know, now with Amazon, anybody can get your book. You don't even need to. We don't even know. We don't have the rations to survive. That's why we're going to the supermarket. But keep writing. keep writing. Yeah, write every day. Stephen King wrote every day. Yeah. You know? Don't be lazy. Oh, my God. But I I also like how she was like, uh, it's research for your book. Like, oh, so you're telling me what my book's about now? Yeah, exactly. Like Like, like when your parents parents are like, uh, hey, here's a joke for you. Use this in your little skit. Oh, you know, or whatever the hell hurts. parents say. Yeah. Or anyone. Your neighbor. Yeah. Oh, I have something funny. Here's a joke someone else That's told when me. I know my wells run dry with the jokes where I'm when actually you're like, like half listening. Asking I'm your like, neighbor if they oh, yeah, heard no, anything tell me good. more. What yeah. happened? Uh, but yeah. no, it, And the fact that he was like, well, all right. You know. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, uh, when they're in their car set up mm-hmm. and, and most of the house stuff, too. So, is it that you actually have to make out the creatures? Because they do so many things where it's like the blindfold where you can kind of sort of make out shapes. And right. Then, uh, and, and and then does the naked eye have to be exposed to, to I get believe affected? so. Well, if that's the case, how do they know what you're seeing is registering? Because as we see later in this, 
the blind people are like the 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 perfect people to survive this apocalypse right right apocalypse because of these creatures but they're they just don't look because they don't or they're they could look dead at them they don't know they're blind they don't see anything so is it a mental register like there's so many rules with this creature and this situation right that i don't get and uh, if that that's the case if, yeah. it, if it's really like your eye just can't be exposed to it right um, then it would make sense why all the windows had to be closed. You can't. Sure. There can't be sunlight and all that. Yeah. But then there are a few times throughout the movie where there's little beams of light coming through windows, yes. or when Tom comes to, yeah, you know, and all that, and he's just sort of just not looking in that direction, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, in that circumstance. But later, it's like God forbid. Yes. You know, a sliver of sunshine comes yes. in. Yeah. I was kind of bummed that I. I I, and I don't know, maybe this would have just been, I, part of me was waiting for some comic relief too, yeah. you know, something funnier than catching those people having sex in the laundry room and being like, oh, yeah. maybe I'll do laundry later. Yeah. Shout out to Machine and Gun Kelly. Machine uh, Gun Kelly, uh, who- By the way, is going to play Tommy Lee in- I, I was just going to say yeah. that, um, and this is Machine Gun Kelly of the Southampton Machine Gun Kelly's. <laughs> like a, yeah. Is that his God-given name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was I was kind of waiting for some comic relief, uh, you know, beyond the. Yeah, there wasn't longer. much. They try one scene. I remember in particular when Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich are talking. Oh and right, kind of going and back it, and forth. Yeah, and, they, and she's like, they really belabor a joke that I was like, oh my god, the Jesus. one like he, my father ha- actually had hair. Oh yeah, yeah that was and, the joke. Oh and, my god, I and was he, like. Uh, yeah, we all know what you're saying. But he's intentionally bald. Like, his head was shaved. He wasn't losing hair. Maybe. He had made, like... But who... A, they made that... Are bald people insulted? Oh, but But he reacted aren't like... Aren't I... Cle- she had that, like, sly, aren't I yeah, clever so, yeah, oh, oh, it was oh, gross. my God. So I was kind of hoping that here they are going to the store, just navigating flawlessly. Right. I wanted so badly for them to confidently break into the store and then have it be like a Benjamin Moore, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. they have to like forage for food at a paint store. Right. Yeah. Or like just like get whatever people left in the break room. Right. You know, or something yeah. like that. Uh, but nope, they made it. They made it into the store. And stupid idea to not stay in the store, you idiots. Well, Malkovich does bring that up, and Sandra Bullock knocks it down to be like, hey, we're not assholes, and to let those people No, starve. you're assholes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of out for everybody. It's the end everybody. of the world. And I understand there's another pregnant woman, so I, I, I forgave that. But here's two things in the supermarket that bring uh, that, that set up th- big things for later in the movie, and I want to know your opinion. Okay. So, number one- the birds. So, oh my god, the fucking birds. So, Sandra Bullock sees these birds in a cage, and she's like weirdly fascinated that they're. She's never still seen birds before. I don't know. I'm like, it's been like 24 hours. It seems like, like such this just happened. Or, I'm sure it's not because they ran out of food. And so I'm sure it's been ew, a name one supermarket you've been to that sells birds. Yeah. Ew, that's <laughs> no, gross. Never. That's like a bodega. Bird okay, food, don't go in I would there. Be Ugh, impressed. Just gross. Yeah, gross. So, so this supermarket has caged birds, and Sandra Bullock goes up and 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 is like 
fascinated with birds, which no one. I had birds growing up Ew. as a pet. It was the worst pets, and it was the most regrettable situation in our house where we just couldn't wait no. for these things to get out of here. So she's staring at the birds, and they go into a situation almost immediately, even though, okay, the selfishness. Let's start with the selfishness. They they make mention like, we only have so much room in this vehicle that only take all essential things because we need to survive. And she's like, how about a giant birdcage full of birds that I have no, up until she goes into the next scene uh, and, and has the situation with Little Rel, uh, right. spoiler alert, has a falling out, um, <laughs> literally, that... She doesn't realize the value of the birds yet. Oh, so God. at this stage, she's like, I want birds as a pet is her mindset here. Yeah, so, she's nine in this scene. Yeah, this is the, and for a person who doesn't care that she's pregnant. Right, it's that maternal instinct kicking in the yeah. moment she sees disgusting, she pointy wants- <laughs> face little birds right. in a supermarket. Yeah. Ew, it's ew. Like, they're not special. They're oh my god! And the birds. fact that nobody called her out on it in the car, and she's sitting or there. Or she put them in the cart or anything. 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 They're like, uh, you know. So then the next pregnant thing women. Happens, <laughs> so you get two things. First, you now know that the mentally challenged are people who are basically conduits of the creatures slash demons. Right. The people from the mental the asylum. Yes. Yes. And they are now able to survive. They can look directly at they, they don't they don't require blindfolds. Right? They are they are they're immune to it. They're they're not immune. They're basically transfixed. They're kinda like you know, like I said, they're kinda like taking the message to the people. Like they're which I'll, they're, I'll get into later. They're but. doing the door to door stuff for Jehovah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the right. boots on the ground for they the, really the are. Yep. campaign. And they looked great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They showed up later. I mean, for people who escaped an asylum. Yeah, not bad. Uh, somebody stopped at a men's warehouse. Yeah. They looked so good in their little suits. <laughs> well, uh, it, they yeah. didn't need to even be it from the mental asylum. It could just be, oh, remember oh, maybe that sweet, mental, mentally handicapped guy who worked in the seafood department? He's going to now try to get you to die. Uh, so... The interesting thing, so in this scene, you now know that that is a thing. Right. And you now learn that the birds know when something is wrong. Who cares? You know who else knows when something is wrong? People. Yeah, you should. Okay? Like you. you, Like you were sitting in a car before and felt a presence pass over the car. Right, yeah. You don't need birds. Right. You know what? You don't put out fires with smoke detectors. (laughs) Okay? You don't... Throw smoke detectors <laughs> at a fire. Right. Okay, it doesn't matter. All they can do is tell you you're gonna die. Right. That is a useless thing. The only time I thought it was useful was when they go down the river later and they kind of they're all in blindfolds. They can't really see, so they don't know what's necessarily around them. But at one point, some dude does call out to be like and says the free freakiest creepiest stuff uh to get them to try to come to him anyway it's like yeah you should have some kind of like hairs on the back of your head going you know like oh this is the first uh, guy in the river right like like, uh if a guy drove up in a freaky van and offered me candy i'm like yeah i'm not going there either so why in the but who's okay but who's the freaky one who's the freaky one if he's like get in my van and you're like my birds are telling me not to right 
Like, uh, I think you're both pretty messed up. And that's what this movie is. Yeah. So, and do you know that guy? Do you know yeah. what his real name is? Which one? Happy. The guy in the The guy river? in the river. The yeah. first weirdo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him in other stuff. Oh, my uh, God. So, okay. So, a couple of things. So, you know, obviously, how the, the, the film plays out from here. Yeah. There... There are two different sides of this coin uh, as far as backlash that has happened on the internet to where some people think the movie is about how we don't see mental illness for what it is and that we don't respect mental illness and that this is a big theme for the movie. And then there's other people who are like, you are showing handicapped people as evil and this is the worst thing that should require, I literally read this, a trigger warning at oh. the beginning of the movie to tell you that this might affect God, your mental status when you're watching it. The fact that, and what is this movie rated? R? Oh, I don't know. Sure. Oh my With God. Netflix, do I? I never, I don't think yeah, I've ever looked at know. a rating in my life. Um, or MA or whatever it is sure, now. Yeah. MMA, who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You'd rather get punched in the face than watch this movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I would. You know, it's it's all a trigger. Movies are triggers. If you're that fucking sensitive, and uh, they're called handy capable people, <laughs> so go fuck yourself. I by the way, another because you always love the lines in this movie that is completely like, did he have to say all that? Because you're kind of just like, it's one of those you know you're setting up stuff for this. The line before that guy comes to the door, or like just comes to the door in the supermarket. Yep. And little row goes. He has to tell you that he's mentally challenged. Yes. B- because he's outside of the door. Yeah. So I'm like, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, sort of like, you're like, I get it. We're setting this thing up. He's mentally retarded and a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he, it's cares? like he was literally reading his biography yes. before he gets in there. It's like, so everybody remember that? <laughs> like, it's like one of those Mel Brooks movie things. Oh be my like, God. Spaceballs where they, you get this? We're setting this up for later. But they did it in the beginning of the movie, too. It's sort of like any time, like... Charlie is just the kind of foreshadowing character. Oh, my God. They're like, could you take care of all the themes? (laughs) Like, could could that be your role? Okay, speaking of that. So you made mention before that uh, he made mention about the demons, right? Oh, my God, yeah. So this is the other theme that is going around the internet, that Charlie sets off the fact that the mentally handicapped characters are conduits for the demon like that these characters are actually demons they're fallen angels essentially that it's a biblical movie yes because i guess there's a section of the bible that has it where these you know either like mentally challenged or like some deficient people the meek if you want to call them uh end up being conduits for the demons on earth because the demons can't interact with people but they'll send kind of these messengers right to get people to you know come to their side essentially yeah or, or succumb to to what the demons want so i guess that's what the purpose of that is and that i guess it's a direct thing now again you're jewish i don't care so the oh the, then I'll go. I immediately when I watched <laughs> this movie, I was like, you know what? It's just confusing enough. I bet it's a biblical reference, and I looked it up. It and of course it is. Of course it is. Of course. And this is the one that I think actually works. There's so many theories out there. Like this movie is about 
racism. This movie's about, you know, every kind of like buzz, social, progressive, political buzzword. They think that this movie is some kind of deep dive. Oh my God. But you know example. what the worst part is? I bet like the 10 year old director who made this movie, <laughs> if you were like, so, uh, what's her name? Suzanne. So, Suzanne. Yeah, tell Suzanne us. Beer. She. Okay, first of all, going into this movie, she was not exactly lighting the world on fire. She had one decent movie called Things We Lost in the Fire with Halle Berry and Benicio Del Toro. Oh my God, sounds like a real uplifting. It's like really one of those, you know, it would be a movie. It's a comedy. (laughs) It would be a movie of the week if it was a different decade. It's this. So, and then she followed it up years later. Like the other big movie she's known for is Serena which was universally panned and kind of like one of these movies where it was Bradley Cooper, it was Jennifer Lawrence. Right, right. Period piece type of movie that it was like instantly getting like Oscar buzz and then everyone saw it and was like, oh, this is no good. And so, and then, so this woman. She's like, I'll show you. I'm going to get Bullock. I'm going to get Malkovich. I'm going to get a budget. I'm going to get, all these things when this hack okay even if i'm defending the author to be like okay this was maybe predated all of the things that we said that they're kind of ripping off right right even if i give you that credit if you're making the movie now and it sat for seven eight years or more get rid of it it's done it's not going to be relevant and for the director to kind of go oh yeah we're going to do this now because the political social climate change what no, about this movie? No, I made th- you think that no. this is an example. This is the hill you're gonna die on. Yes. This is the example you wanted to have for political and social change. But as why? Because there's an interracial <laughs> couple in the apocalypse. Yeah. I, yes. Why? <laughs> I the the shitty thing is I imagine that you know after reading all these theories you know it's a commentary on racism. It's you know, depression, it's mental illness, it's right. retardation, it's uh, religion, whatever the fuck it is. Sure. I bet if you asked her, she'd be like, maybe it's all of them. Right. Because she has no fucking idea no. why she wrote this movie. I, see, exactly. I yeah. find movies where it's like, oh, you didn't notice the subtleties of the the biblical references okay. or, the, or the, the, the reference to this that made it. It's like, no, what? Whenever I go into a movie, I go, was I entertained? Did the movie flow? Did the characters speak to me? Did they have any depth to them? Like all the basics of storytelling first. And then when I like a movie and I go, oh, there's these little Easter eggs that kind of follow that, you know, the the clues, kind of like a sixth sense thing. Or did you see that movie Mother? I have not yet. Holy crap. That's a perfect example of a movie that while the pace was a little slow at times, right. I enjoyed it, but was thoroughly confused. Right. And then at the end, when I started to read about all the biblical references, I literally was like, holy shit, now it all makes sense to me. Sure, yeah. And went back and you know watched <laughs> it and, and was right. like, oh my God, wow. Yeah. Um, this was sort of like that if... None of that happened. I literally looked up those theories just because I was like, I that I heard there were a bunch 
Not that I thought that I cared about any of them. It was mostly just, I'm going to have to talk about this movie. Let me see where this goes. And that is it. Because there are multiple ones. Like I said, there's the ones all about, you know, social political stuff and everything else that, like, I don't think they do anything for this movie. Like, there are literally movies out this year, like Black Klansman. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, they, and this yeah. movie is now the most downloaded movie, <laughs> the most popular thing on the Internet, which, by the way, the one thing, and I'm sure we have more to get to, but the one thing that I think is the best thing that ever came out of this, the memes. Oh, absolutely. It, I, everything the internet, internet has done with this movie is the best. Well, and, you know, it's sort of like um, convenient population control, like Tide Pod yes. Challenge. Uh, oh, yeah, we talked stuff. about this. Yes. So uh, uh, tell people ca- about the challenge. So the the Bird Box Challenge. Uh, Netflix which, had to put out a warning. Oh, my God. If you require a warning... You're one of the people we're trying to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the idea is you just have to go through your day or a certain amount of time, like 24 hours, 10, I don't know, however long it is. Yeah. Uh, blindfolded. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, people are getting hurt. Yeah. There was a story about one man. This I found incredibly funny because it wasn't that he just got hurt, but he somehow wandered into a bad neighborhood where drug dealing was very pro- uh, prominent, um, which I thought was funny because how far do you have to walk right. like, to end up in a bad neighborhood right. that you weren't aware of? Uh, as a person who grew up in a neighborhood where I thought I was fine and then three blocks over was where all the drug dealers and all the other riffraff were, um, answer's not far, but you should know That if you have that environment close to you, don't do this challenge. Or maybe do it in your living room. Yeah. Maybe try that. Yeah, try to navigate your house. Oh, my God. Rather than your neighborhood, which could possibly get you into some real trouble. Uh, I support it, though. I support anyone uh, who's so excited about this movie. Right. uh, Blindfolding themselves and walking into something. Walk into traffic. My favorite memes, one... Sandra Bullock keeps getting sent pictures of her holding pinatas because of all the blindfolded shots. Oh that my it god! Like. Just pictures of her holding a stick and a pinata. That's is funny. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I saw one where it said most popular baby names of 2019. Boy, boy and, and girl. girl. Which, by the way, tremendous. like that was probably the one relatable part of the movie for me. <laughs> uh, because no parent remembers their kids' names. <laughs> I At first, I was like, I get this. I yeah. can relate to this. I'm like, I don't care who you are. We're leaving. Get in the car. I will... That conversation, by the way, yeah. listen to me. It's the funniest thing oh my I've God. ever seen. Listen to me. This is going to be hard. It's another huge meme. Okay, yeah. And that's literally what I say to my kids every time we go to the supermarket. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to that feel like it's meme. taking a long time. It was like me yeah. before I go out for the day. Every time. This is going to be tough. No. Oh yeah, every time <laughs> we might not survive. Um, I will say I Keep I was your head down. wondering yeah. why uh I didn't hate the kids more in this movie because I absolutely loathe child actors. Sure. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm I'm finding these kids kind of likable, and then it occurred right. to me that they weren't speaking. Yes. Uh, which I really appreciated. And the only time I did think, well, fuck this 
kid is was when, when they she do spoke, speak. and then yeah, she's like, then oh, goes, she's in trouble. Here's the thing, too. So, okay, I'm glad we're talking about the kids because I have <laughs> um, thing with that, too. Yeah, why so, do they look like they're five years apart when they were born on the exact same day? Kind of. But, you know, considering they're different genetics, I'll buy that. Like, my right. kids are monstrously big. Right. Like, Sandra Bullock gives birth to teenagers yeah. <laughs> and the other character gives birth to babies. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, number one, they go, the kids go 10, 12, 14 hours. No incident. No uh, doing everything they're told, the most well-behaved kids, and the Never minute happened. they hit shore leave, they're like sailors trying to get a nut, where they just can't, this one kid just can't stay in the boat yeah you know why five minutes you know why they couldn't stay in the boat because she said stay in the boat yeah don't mention the fucking boat yeah the second you say that they're gonna get out of the boat right that's like not only that that scene in particular was just just drove me crazy because she's like i hear a wind chime i'm gonna fix this problem (laughs) it's like what how follows wind chimes i've never heard a wind chime and thought my problems are solved because it's like who it owns wind even... chimes? I Think know. the last person you met who owned wind chimes yeah. they wanted to show you yeah. or displayed prominently outside of their right. home. And how is Sandra Bullock finding single doors and buildings within a forest? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, these and not pathways, one tree. They're right on a path every single time. Every time. Yeah. She did not run into one single tree. Yeah. Not one. No. Uh, that would have been fun to see. Yeah, she conveniently tripped and rolled down a soft hill. Yeah, she had like that one thing at the end where she kind of, you know, falls down a hill. Right. And even then comes to pretty quick and, you know, kind of bounces back. Not injured. Ever injured. She's um, not. You know why? That was her equestrian experience. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It really Thank does. Thank God for Daddy. Yeah. The one that I think she hates cowboy daddy even even though they both the sisters hate him for some reason but also the daughters stayed in the family business that he started so i'm like do you really hate him what's going on here so anyway she also yells at these kids quite a bit for a person who tells them to be quiet all the time oh my god she's a drag (laughs) she's an awful person i I just i hated her in this movie (laughs) There was nothing endearing about her. There was nothing attractive about her. Right. With the exception of her skin, which for some reason, as her hair became greasier and greasier and and she became, I don't know, more vegan looking, just like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, her skin glistened in a way that, I don't know, it's it sort of just reserved for like, Remember the Asian woman from the Japanese pearl cream <laughs> commercial or yeah. infomercial? But, like, that was incredibly infuriating. Well, I'll um, tell you, I lost power during a storm at my house for, like, several days, and I slept deeper. I felt better oh. because of all the lack of tech and all the other things that I wasn't doing that I think there may be something to that, to where it's, like, So you she's well-rested, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Like, all right. I mean, fine. Somehow she feels like she's above everybody in this movie and then when they find pop tarts it's like this is what strawberry tastes like bitch you don't know that that tastes like anything strawberry ever tastes like this is the most manufactured food in your life and you're like 
this is what strawberry tastes like. Meanwhile, she doesn't want her to them to hear stories about uh you know climbing trees and seeing birds and whatever else like she's a terrible she's a terrible person person. yeah she's a shitty mother yeah um from the the first scene when she's in the gynecologist's office yeah and she's like if i just pretend i'm not pregnant then maybe it'll go away yeah and dr lapham there are options um, no, many, not just many that, options. but she's sort of just taking it with it. She's like, uh, 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 it's not that simple. Yeah. Like, you got a pretty like laid back attitude about her yeah. hating kids. Yeah. You know, she mentions adoption as an option when she's seven months pregnant. Con- yeah. Have you not had this conversation yet? Number one. And like, you know, her attitude didn't improve over time. No. Like it's getting worse and you're not addressing it. Like yeah. is CPS involved at all. Sure. It, they should be. Yeah. Okay. One thing I, w- I I have earmarked here that I desperately want to talk about. So, all right. So I want to get to two things in the house, and one of them is related to the criminally insane, um, Gary. Oh my god, fucking Gary. Fucking Gary. So, number one, he is obviously. It comes out that he is one of these people who clearly was in the criminally insane you can tell because they all make the same drawings <laughs> every criminally insane person sure they always um, know how they to work, sketch really well and they work only in charcoal <laughs> everyone knows that they're all they're always going through some dark and they're always or, very well dressed always 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 uh so this one in particular i found baffling because at least the other one they seemed a little off a little touched however we want to be the guys in the suits the criminally insane the other ones besides gary who are deemed mentally challenged got it like the ones who showed up in the car your friend happy the oh yeah yeah yeah. charlie or charlie's friend from the supermarket things of that nature yeah so then there's the ones and it starts with gary who somehow can be deceptive enough to infiltrate the house. Yes. Convince them that he's not for quite some time to gain their trust. And then be able to flip <laughs> immediately you know what when that the is. birth situation happens to go, now is my time to shine. Well, that's criminal insanity. I guess. That's what that is. It's devious. It's uh, Joker level. <laughs> and how could insane. an insane person love uh, Say a Little Prayer as much as all of us? He, right? He, right. Yeah. Oh, he, my God. We all love the same they song. They humanize him to uh, a long degree and then just go, gotcha. And it's like, no, this seems very implausible. Yeah. But you know, you know what it is, though? It was his accent. Because if there was, you know, just some American guy who was like, hey, can I see your babies? Yeah. They look great. Those are great babies. He'd be like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) But there's something about, you know, him. Because they're in California. Like, Like, nobody's like, dude, can I look upon your your baby? You're like, oh my God, he's he's adorable in this little cap. Yeah. Look at him. But here's where everything, like, that's already to me a giant flaw. Here's where things really get off the rails for me. Gary is there for seemingly a long time. Right. Without sort of... The whole point of the fucking birds is to to alert you that these people are evil. The birds are defective. And the birds say... Not a fucking peep. And he, but he's concerned so much about the birds that he puts them in the freezer. 
nothing about this whole Gary part, except for the hilarity of seeing Daniel McDonald, a.k.a. Dumpling, jump out the window. <laughs> I appreciated, awesome. by the way, when she jumped out the window. Yeah. You know that what? she got stuck on the ledge a little bit, yeah, and fell that yeah. way. Uh, it you know was what a it nice touch. Me of, though, because uh, we're similar in age, uh, seventy-five. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, we met <laughs> the uh, Golden Girls, Shady Acres, whatever retirement. That's home. right. Um, are you familiar with the Helen Hunt after-school special that they show where she is on pot? And oh, jumps out yes. the window. Yes. It reminded me completely yes. of that, where she just gets a good charge. Oh, my a God. Real good charge. Super By the way, strength. that conversation of just, just give me the baby. Just give me the baby. Oh, you know how you're already set on committing suicide? Give I, me the baby first, please. You know please. what? Sometimes there's a little wiggle room, you know, before you go crazy. <laughs> so much. And especially when Tom, Tom is fighting those dudes. Uh, later on, oh my that God. whole pack of apparently from West Side Story version yes. of the <laughs> they of were the, the sharks, insane. I believe. Yeah, yes, exactly. they were the criminally insane sharks. Yeah, um, that he takes off his blindfold and he's fine. Uh, right for now, he commits suicide. He has the presence to shoot the last guy who was a threat yep. to Sandra Bullock and the yeah. kids. There's so many inconsistencies with this movie that I just threw my hands up and go. You fucked everything. Like, you didn't have anything that I was like, yep, we were good until this point. No, you fucked up so many things all the way through, and I probably have more, but we are damn near at an hour. And <laughs> um, can, can we just address the fact, though, that no bird has ever lived after being placed in a box? <laughs> My childhood experience of nursing birds yes. back to health in shoeboxes has taught me anything. And can I, can I expose the audience to how awesome I think a bird in the box uh, parody of Dick in the Box would be that we've I, been talking about all day. Um, and I, I, I think this <laughs> might be it for us. Like, I feel like this is our big break. This like, is the moment. Yeah. Oh, I totally like. We're like, you gonna know, have to do this. Oh my god! And like, we'll laugh about it because we'll be like, oh, we had no idea when we first talked right. about it that it was good, but we know. Yeah, we know. It makes um, me so oh, happy. Oh, and... Put some holes in the box. Put um, a bird in that box. I did read. I don't want to get your hopes <laughs> up or anything. Oh, no. Don't, don't, uh, don't squander. The director oh. has not ruled out a sequel. the idea of a sequel. I did read, I did read that um, because... It, but to me, obviously it smacks of that. But in, in true fashion, you almost need the kids to grow up and it's now their mo- it's it's that type of movie that type of universe that well, these people there they feel, pick it up right from the 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 blind place i i feel very strongly that they got the ending of this movie wrong well you know it's uh, different from the book did you read that as well no sorry i only had a few days Andrew. <laughs> i can't read an entire book um, no, 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 no. But I'm I, not I criminally insane. My... <laughs> I'm criminally insane about this movie. And apparently the end is way more bleak and violent. Oh, I was going to say, well, tell me if I'm right, because I think the way the movie should end. So uh, Sandra Bullock and the kids end up sort of in paradise. Mm. Um, it's a cult, but they yeah, end up right. there. And um, 
you know, obviously, uh, you know, everyone's well, happy that's place. how Walking Dead did it, where every time they would find a sanctuary, I think one of them's even literally called sanctuary. Oh, perfect. How convenient. Um, that there's always some people who live there who are some kind of cult or some kind oh, of, of evil presence or some kind of like something lurking underneath the sweetness of a, you know, like drum circles and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, I think the only acceptable ending of this movie, which would have redeemed it for me, um, would have been she ends up in the weird blind school. Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> she ends up there. Uh, Rick lets her in. She brings the kids in. They're psyched. There's yeah. a bunch of kids here. They're feeling really good. They're like, right. yeah, they're all blind, but yeah. you know what? They won't know how yeah. shitty my hair looks or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so she's feeling pretty good. And then here comes her buddy, her gynecologist, which right. is the exactly who you want to see sure. when you make it to paradise yeah yeah and then they're sort of like we made it can you believe this shit yeah they don't say that but like you know they're like we did it and they're yeah. like high-fiving or whatever and then rick is like i hope you guys will join us tonight for the celebration <laughs> and then they're like oh they my god yeah. one of the children. no <laughs> they blind them okay so well, i think there should have been a here... ceremonial blinding so in the book i guess that it's not like a school for blind people it's a sanctuary where people blinded themselves <gasps> like they stabbed their eyes out and they've been living as they blind had, people yeah they definitely had regular eyes yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Movie. which again if you stab your eyes out that actually makes more sense to me in what we were talking about how like the exposure of the eye like yeah how, how you that would be get, like the like, first thing you did yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. Bl- it's for the people who couldn't find enough fabric to, to fabric make a Fabric is scarce. Like, oh, it's scarce. Blind. It's really scarce. Or you know what? Maybe they originally went with a fleece and it was too warm. And like, it's well, what tough. What did you say? When they, they might, instead of the grocery store, they went into a Benjamin Moore. Yeah. Apparently, a whole fleet of people should have gone into an AC Moore or a Christmas tree Joanne shop. Joanne Fabrics? Oh fabric. my God. Could you imagine? Yeah. And why did nobody's blindfold have like a fun pattern? There were no gingham blindfolds anywhere in that movie that's bullshit oh, that's perfect all right let's talk about this for three more hours yeah i'm having so much fun the weirdest part yeah i didn't even watch bird box i watched the bird cage is that what we're talking about <laughs> this is the weird time to tell you that i don't know why there weren't more birds in that movie like, oh my god robin williams was great <laughs> he stole the show all right mel I think we've ripped this thing to shreds. We will uh, have to come back and uh, talk about Bird Box 2, The Search for More Money, when that comes out. (laughs) Hopefully it's tomorrow. I'm hoping. Netflix seems to have that kind of (laughs) turnaround, right? They really do. I'm sure with how tight and plausible this plot line was that they won't rush a second one (laughs) whatsoever. Why would they? That is not based on the book. Christ. Anyway, so Mel... Andrew. You are an amazing, funny person, and you are a comedian, and you have things to plug. Are so you, oh, I me. was going to say, are you just stating things <laughs> about yes. me? Yes. I'm just telling your bio. You, um, I, I'm doing right. the little rel things. I have to tell everything about you to these people. So tell I'm people- I'm a demon in some religions. <laughs> uh, you have a lot of mentally challenged friends. Who, right. Uh, I do. Uh, try to get you to see things. 
Right. I do have some shows coming up. Uh, on the 12th of this month, I'll be in uh, Franklin, Connecticut, which is a made-up town. I was about to say. I've yeah, it's not been, real, I think. Uh, but it's a benefit. Okay. Uh, and um, For the blind? At, I'm hoping. No. Can you tie it all uh, in? I think it's just like a regular school thing <sighs> for kids. Garbage. They're not even blind kids. That's Ugh. ridiculous. I should cancel. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um, that's at the Franklin Firehouse. Oh, okay. Um, and then I'm at some place that sounds like um, an AC Moore called Art Plus Studio. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yep. In New uh, Haven. Yeah. And then uh, the Benton. I, I don't want you to confuse this with just a regular Western uh, <laughs> ballroom. This is the best Western uh, grand ballroom. Yeah. That's in North Haven. In North Haven. You know where all the ballrooms are? I do. I Well, yeah. I follow. I, I'm in a uh, secret Facebook group that we just talk about grand ballrooms all day. That's so convenient for you. Yeah. Um, and Andrew, you're going to be super excited. Uh, February 17th, I will be at Firefly Hollow Brewing. Yeah, uh, you will. With you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's going to be, be great. So, yeah. Um, if you live in Connecticut, that is definitely the, the, it's basically the Super Bowl. It might actually be around the Super Bowl. It might be on the Super Bowl. I don't know. If you it, told me the Super Bowl was like yesterday, I'd be like, oh, it probably <laughs> yeah. was. No, I think it's like a couple weeks after. Uh, it is a super fine. adorable place. It's very rustic. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or what I imagine people would describe a rustic place <laughs> as. Well, thank you, Mel, for doing this. Thank you for letting me. <laughs> and let's go do the challenge. I have been blindfolded the whole time during this podcast. <laughs> I, I can't even. I can't wait the till the. Uh, I can't wait till the uh, the sequel when they can't smell evil. Yeah, we should have been just been clicking rocks and ringing bells the whole time. Uh, you know, if there's one thing this movie has taught us, kids love echolocation. <laughs> they love it. They love it. They can't get enough of it. Thanks, Mel. Thank you, Andrew.